Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Momo's theme music. Yeah. Momo's here this hour. Sedano and LZ with you here. Happy Veterans Day. Salute to all the veterans out there who risked their lives for us here to have the freedoms we have in this country. If you see a veteran, tell them thank you for their service. Um, all the men and women, of course, that uh, serve in the military. Um, we've got a chance for you to win a virtual key to one of those, to the, not one of them, we're only giving one away. The Hell, I mean, that's, that's a lot already. Uh, we're giving away a 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport, courtesy of our friends at Culver City Mazda. Here's how it works. Each and every weekday in the 3 o'clock hour, you listen to Mason in Ireland for the road trip destination of the day, and then you listen to us in the 5 o'clock hour. And some point in the 5 o'clock hour, you hear the cue to call from our buddy Sal Gonzalez at Culver City Mazda, and then you are caller 7, and then you will win the virtual key. And by the way, just for winning the virtual key, you get a $100 gift card from Wingstop. So there you go. Uh, all right, so Momo, Momo's here, and uh, she's here till the end of the hour. And we're talking about the madness that's ensuing in the NBA. It's allegedly. so fun. It's so it, it's, fun, right? Oh, my God. It's the best. It's the best league. That's why this is the best league. Yeah. Because there's insanity every day, it feels like. And there's only going to be more as we get closer to free agency, which is, yes. oh, by the way, next Friday. Yeah. Um, so this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, can I just say, Yeah. I'm not recovered from the season. I am not. I did not get any break. Okay, this is, like, too soon. But I'm going to go with it because this is the best league and this is the reason why it's the best league. And so all of us reporters who are supposed to be sleeping with our phones again, you know, we just go do it, I guess. You yeah. talk about reporters sleeping with your phones. My heart breaks for all the gym rats across America, no, across the world, who can't <laughs> talk about this championship while playing pickup True. ball because of the COVID. True. Every championship Afterwards, we all get on the courts all over the world, and we talk about, well, if they had faced the Clippers, or LeBron shouldn't have been MVP. Or blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. None of that happened. None of that's happened. Listen, None if of that's two happened. championships happened in, happened in 2020, and no fans were there to see them, did they really happen? I mean, I it's mean, so sad. It's terrible. It's, it's, you know what? It's one thing not to be yeah. there to see it, because real talk, like most fans aren't going to be in the stadiums to yeah. see it. But at least we get an opportunity to talk about in our barber shops and yeah. on our basketball courts, and we can't even do that. And now we're already restarting. I'm, you're yeah. so right. You're so right about that. That is like honestly, this is what the when you win a championship, the whole summer is everybody talking and smack about yes. you, like all of that. Yes. Yes. And oh. and it's like before we can even get a vaccine so we can talk about 2020, we might yeah. be two championships behind by the time we get back on the basketball court. Who's going to remember all that stuff? Who's going to remember AD's three-pointer against Denver? Nobody! No, I think people are going to remember. I'll no, give, you, I'll give you this. Yeah. People are going to remember that. Um, that three-pointer, they're always going to remember. Uh, I think they're always going to remember playoff Rondo. That he, he's going to be there, right? Yeah. Yep, um, yep. And I do think I, – I think the one image of LeBron James I'm probably always going to remember is when they made the finals and the Lakers got confetti and he's sitting on the ground and the confetti's falling and he's just like, Whew, man, it took a lot to get here. You know, like uh, like yeah. the weight of all of it just right. hit him. Yeah. I mean, that's that image that I'll always have LeBron from that past year. And it's like, we don't have any time to talk about, can LeBron keep this up? He's going to be 36 in, in December. We don't have a any time A week after this. the season starts, basically. I yeah. know. Right. I mean, we don't have any of this. I never got, we never got a break. It was literally like, we wrote our championship stories. This, I was trying to like talk to the Lakers, like, "Hey, we should do some championship stories." Like now that Rob Palinka's home, and now that so and so and so is home, and 
they're not even home. They just did the, they had spent all this time on the new CBA. Like, nope, there's, there's no, there was no break. Girl, I, don't, I couldn't even talk to my boy Vince about whether or not LeBron is better than Jordan now because we got another championship to start the conversation all over again. We've been robbed, I say. Robbed. I agree, I agree with you. I agree. So, so this, Momo. This sucks, yeah. Yeah, it, it does. But, hey, yeah. more content, baby. But it's also Con- great. But content also is great. king. Like, like, I'm sitting here going, like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm going to have this, this whole Houston thing is going to have me sleeping with my phone again, and I need right. to sleep, and dang it. So – you teased us before we uh-huh. went to break that you said there is an easy way to get yeah. Westbrook to the Lakers. Well, then what would that entail? Yeah, I mean, just some combination of Danny Green, Kuzma, mm-hmm. and and a, whatever sign and trade you want to do for either KCP or one of your other one of your other guys that were on one year deals. Like it's not that hard. Danny Green's at fifteen million, right? You know, and then Kuzma, you're gonna have to do a sign and trade, and you have to assume they want him. Okay. But right. like it's not that it's not that hard to, to to match up the numbers for Westbrook. But the question is, do you want all that money? Like, I just think we all make a mistake in this league of judging people based off of what they did five months ago or what they did in the in the bubble or whatever. I mean, Russell Westbrook before the bubble, like when we was were hurt. in, yeah, yeah. But for, well, in the bubble, he was coming off COVID, okay, right. and that I don't think we really saw Russ. Um, but at towards the end of the regular season russ was awesome like he was, he was hurt for a the lot second of the half year. of the year he was great yep. yeah second he half of the year when they went to like you know yolo small ball i mean he was awesome he stopped and taking threes he stopped taking threes and also that is a guy who can get to the rack like that guy can score he can rebound he can create his own yep. shot he can yep. he can do he can create offense whenever he don't sleep on russell westbrook i i i just i mean i i don't want to i'm not to i'm not sleeping on, on a momo name. But put some respect on his name. Like, respect. That guy can still play. Listen, Don't be disrespectful, I, LZ. Come I'm on. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm being real. Does anyone believe a team with Westbrook and AD is championship? Because I don't. I not simply some don't. Around him. Not without some around him. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> well, look, when you look, when you Westbrook make when you make a move, LeBron, like, yeah. <laughs> no, but when you make that move yeah. t- for me, yeah, and this okay. is just my my perspective about AD. Yeah. Well, you're right you about ma- this. When, yeah. When you make a move of this caliber, it can't be because you got LeBron. It has to be when LeBron retires. When you make a move like this, well, you're because right you're about already because they're you're ages. already winning. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, 80s, what 27? I think Westbrook is 30, okay. 31. Okay. So, so you're right about that. Now, Westbrook on the Clippers. Oh, I don't. I don't like that at all. No, I don't like that. Of course first of not. all, I already saw a team with Russell Westbrook and Paul George go out in the first round. I already right. saw that. We right. don't need to see that again. I know they're friends, but And nope. they barely made the playoffs. Don't forget yeah. that part. <laughs> yeah, barely. Okay. And and let's 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 point out what the real problem with the Clippers was last year. They didn't have any leadership. Right. Their leader right. was their coach. And right. they didn't have a point guard to organize their offense. Right. I love Patrick right. Beverly, but he's not a true point guard. He's not an offensive organizer. You know who they need? Rajon Rondo. Goran Dragic, yeah. Ricky Rubio. Right. Chris Paul. They need Chris Paul. Okay. Like they need a true point guard to organize the offense. So, you know, he's he can be playoff P and not pandemic P. Like like he they're not getting Paul George the the ball in the right spots because they don't have a, a, a point guard to do that. Kawhi, yeah. I think didn't Kawhi lead the team in assists last year? Yep. That's yeah. not his game. And right. he can I was gonna say those are incidental assists. Exactly. And that's not his game. 
it's not he's not LeBron. In the yeah, sense he that wants LeBron, to go hunt for his baskets. Yes. Exactly. Look, yeah. look, Kawhi is good with the ball in his hands, but I think he's better with Kyle Lowry getting him the ball. You know, so I think he's is, better with a real point guard getting him the ball. And this is why when it comes to these conversations where people are comparing LeBron, and I think right now on Twitter yep. people are like KD versus LeBron, and I'm like, stop it. Stop equating the ability to dribble with the ability to run a team. They're not yeah. the same thing. Yeah, basketball. I, can I can I say something? I'm going to get aggregated when I say this. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Aggregators okay. don't mount up. I mean, I have heard that Kevin Durant looks awesome. Like, he's all the way back. He's really good right now. Like, he's... Yes. I mean, I I'm just going to tweet it. Ramona Shelburne said... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't doubt I have it. heard, okay? I haven't seen it myself. <laughs> I haven't seen it myself, but it's just that's what I hear. It's well, the KD I mean, is, seen it. on, on the on KD the is the most Arena. unstoppable on <laughs> offensive player I think yes. we've seen. Yeah, you know since maybe Kareem. Yeah, on like, the Gilbert <laughs> Arena podcast, that's what John Wall was saying. Who worked out with him? He's amazing right now. Like yeah, he's, he's like a, he's, he's working uns- out here in L.A. and and the folks who have seen him are like, mm. yeah. like the only way you like stop KD. KD the only okay. way you stop KD is getting him in his head and have him trying to yeah. do things that he can't do, like right. like like back you down and stuff like that. Right. But if he just plays his ball, he's just unstoppable. You All you can do is just hope he misses. Well, if I, I was picking a finals right now, without knowing the draft and free agency, if, just, if I'm picking the finals for next year, I'm picking Brooklyn and the Lakers. Are you really? Yeah. Woo! Yeah, I'm not picking Brooklyn. I'm First of all, Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn, as someone who, <laughs> as someone who occasionally, uh, you know, places a bet here or yeah. there, they are plus nine fifty. Okay, I that's see. a I good see that. value. That's a good value. That's yeah. like that's a that's a nice value. I, I want to see what happens in free agency and with these trades right now. I also think that we could see a lot more trades come February because. There's not yeah. going to be like the normal ramp up and there's yeah. not a lot of time right now for people to be figuring out, yeah. you know, okay, are we going to have fans for some of this season? How much right. money are we losing, et cetera? Because yeah. it's going to be, I think it's just going to be really tight in free agency. I, I feel really bad for all these guys who are hitting free agency right now because yeah. this is not the year you want to be a free agent. Like yeah. everybody's I, just going to be like, oh, but the pandemic, we don't have any fans, you yeah, know, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree totally. Uh, by the way, we have a Kuz question for you that we want yeah. to do on the other side. And we also, I do have one more Lakers potential trade question that I want to ask you about. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thank you, Chris. That's right. We do have caller number seven, Edgar Fernandez from Costa Mesa. Do you have today's destination, Edgar? Yes, uh, San Diego. That is correct. 
correct. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. That's great. Awesome. Uh, I could use a new car. That'd be great. A top off a great year. Dodgers win, Lakers win, and a new car. That would be awesome, guys. Thank you. Congratulations. You are the first person to call 2020 a great year. Way to go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> now let's see what virtual key you get. Yave numero 10. Key number 10. So there you go. You've got key number 10. Edgar Fernandez from Costa Mesa. Uh, you have vir the virtual key that could be the one to start the 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport from Culver City Mazda on Monday, November 30th. That's where we're going to give it away. Uh, obviously, each and every weekday, we will be qualifying people. And just for qualifying, we are giving you a $100 gift card from our friends at Wingstop. So congrats on that, too. Well, thank you, George. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Now, Edgar, I want you to hold on to the line while Laura gets the rest of your information. And a big shout-out to Wingstop. Order Wingstop's new all-in bundle for $19.99. You get six crispy tenders and 16 boneless wings, sauced and tossed in up to four flavors, plus in a large fry and three dips. So see Wingstop.com for restrictions and details. Yep, and of course, listen tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour to Mason in Ireland so they can give you another destination of the day and then listen to us in the 5 o'clock hour for the cue to call for your chance to win a virtual key and a $100 gift card from our friends at Wingstop in the 710 ESPN Month of Giving. Momo, how exciting was that? Did you feel like you were part of a game I, show? I did. I, I, like, I, I felt like I need some bells and whistles. Like we need a, you know, some whammies to come out. Or, that, was, that was exciting. The virtual key. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, we feel like we've been part of a game show for the last few days, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right, Momo. So I've got questions for you, okay? Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. We were talking about Russell Westbrook, right, and the, how easy it is to get him to the Lakers if they yep. wanted to. So shouldn't it be equally as easy to get Chris Paul, or is that more challenging because it's Sam Presti? <laughs> yeah, you, that's what you just said. <laughs> You're on it. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, I almost feel like, you know how like in football when the, when the Patriots take some linebacker from Utah State in the seventh round, every GM is like, dang, what did we miss? What did they see? You know, what did they see on him? And I just think that it's, um, you know, it, it, it is it, it, when, when you trade with Sam Presti, like, I mean, how many picks did the Clippers give up to him? I mean, like, like they, they gave up so much already to Sam Presti. Like, people don't really want to trade with them because they usually end up looking really bad later. And I think that's something we used to say about Danny Ainge, you know, in, in Boston as well. Um, they just... I don't know. Uh, I, I I think Chris Paul played so well for them that instead of it being, you know, something where they just get his contract off the books, like the, the Thunder want are going to want draft picks. They're going to want young players. They're going to want, you know, cost controlled veterans that are maybe just one or two years left on their deal. Like, I, I don't see the unless unless he thinks unless Sam Presti thinks Kyle Kuzma is a superstar and that he can build around. I just don't see how they get that done. Do you think the option of a buyout is something Chris would consider this year because he didn't mm. think about it last season? That's a good question. I mean, no, because they're already losing money this year, right? I mean, I, like, they're already – okay, so 10 less games is a 12% pay cut. Um, they're, they're – what did the final number end up being on the, the escrow? Is it like 18%, I think? I think it was like 20-something, no? Is it 20-something? Okay, yeah. so 
Okay, so that's twelve percent less that they're ta- that they're getting because of the less games, um, and then the escrow that they're taking out. So we're talking upwards of thirty percent um, in terms of just like less money that you're taking home. So a buyout on that kind of on what he has left, you know, it's two years. You're probably leaving a little money on the table. Um, I don't know. I don't. If I'm Chris, I don't want to leave any money, any more money on the table. Forget that. I think there's some good offers for him. I think the question is, and I think the Thunder are, they were, they they have a good enough relationship with Chris, like not just from the first time he was, from this time, but from the first time he was in Oklahoma City, that they will work to find a trade that works for them. Are they going to extract maximum value? Hell yeah. Okay. So we now have quite a quite a market for Chris Paul. Where I would have told you last summer, I was like, I don't believe that. They, come on, Sam Presti is going to be able to move Chris Paul at some point? No way. Um, but I, I think you have a little bit of a market. I think they, I think there's a bigger market for Dennis Schroeder, to be honest, um, right now because he's easier to move. He's younger. Um, there's probably um, quite a bit of quite a bit more interest in Stephen Adams than Chris Paul, just because younger, easier, you know, less less money owed to him. Um, Adams is a tough one. is has a little is a little tougher just because he doesn't shoot right, and you know we don't like any any centers that don't shoot. But he's a really good pick and roll guy and a really good defender. So there's a there's a place for him in this league, um, and and I think there are teams that will that will make moves for him. But um, look, Milwaukee needs a point guard. Phoenix needs a point guard. Philadelphia needs a point guard. The Clippers need a point guard. I mean, if I'm the Clippers, I don't know if I ever want to take Sam Presti's call again. But um, <laughs> You know, after the last trade they did, but like I, I, the, the, if you put Chris Paul on that team with Paul George and Kawhi, does that get you over the hump? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty damn good. Um, because you I won't don't know see the if collapse. they have anything they want. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. What do the Clippers have that they <laughs> right. would want? Because you'd I have mean, to you'd have to give in like Montrez at a sign and trade, Beverly, right. Lou Will, like. You know, and, I guess yeah, those and those two- that's basically a salary dump for the for Chris Paul, right? Like, you know, you're you're literally like like I could see them move off of Liz, uh, off of uh, Montrez and Lou Will and you know all that, but Montrez wants to get paid and he deserves to get paid someplace, whether it's L.A. or someplace else. I don't think so, Oklahoma City is that place. Though. Exactly. Why Why do they need him? They're yeah. not trying to win this year. If they're trying to go for draft picks and they're trying to rebuild, they don't really need to sign a guy um, to a multi year deal. So anything the Clippers could potentially offer, I just think they're better offers than what the Clippers can can do. But I, I'm never going to say never. Um, the you know Lawrence Frank's a creative guy. They they um, they can always figure something out. It doesn't have to be a be a one to one trade. There can always be another team in there. Yeah. No. What about Schroeder? Maybe for one of the LA teams. Like, could that be a thing? Yeah, I think you know the Lakers called about Schroeder at the trade deadline, so they have interest in him. I think they've called you know now that you can't make any trade now. But um, or yet, right? Um, but that's going to come next week. Uh, so I think, yeah, they they definitely have interest in him. Um, it's just, what does Sam Presti think he can get for him, and when is the maximum value? Um, man, um, do they have he... the best offer? Right? Like I always think it comes down to, do they have the best offer? Uh, you know, twenty eight and Danny Green. Does that does that does that work? Pick number twenty eight, Danny Green, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think they're better offers, but you know, yeah. we'll see what Sam Presti thinks. Yeah, pro- plus there's also this caveat that I know it may sounds, you know, a little out of step in terms of where we are because guys have lost money, but I do believe there's still players who want to win a championship. 
who want oh, a legitimate yeah. chance to win and yep. who may, may be willing to take a little bit less if they feel the prospects of winning more yeah. was to come with it. Okay, but if you're Chris Paul, and, you know, keep in mind his family stayed in Los Angeles this year. He didn't, his family did not move to Oklahoma City like they had moved don't to blame them. in the years past. And hey, don't knock Oklahoma City. I'm okay with Girl, that. Girl, I'm knocking. They got that LA one good steakhouse. LA or Oklahoma City. <laughs> What's oh, that? Okay. What's LA that one good steakhouse there by the arena? Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like Prime or something. No, it's uh, the one. There's, no, there's a few. There's um. Well, but there's, there's the really fancy, fancy one that the players go to right next to the arena. Yeah, the one that would let Kevin Durant in. <laughs> right, that, right. That right. was the yeah. one. Right. They would let him in all the time. Right. And I, can't remember, I can't remember anything right Mahogany, now. I want to say. Mahogany, there That's you go. That's what it's called. Yeah, Mahogany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another one that the that I know the Lakers all went to because there's not that many great restaurants. There actually are a lot more really good restaurants in town. I've been out there and spent some – I've, like, randomly spent a lot of time in Oklahoma City over the years because I seem to have covered a lot of their playoff series. Like, right. I, I don't know. I think I was, I was there for, like, a whole week and a half once. That was, like – felt like a month. <laughs> anyway, right. They have a nice little midtown. That, that little, there's kind you of like do, a hipster. No, sorry, no, nope, come on. Not doing they it with you, girl. They had a chicken and waffles place there, not and doing, it was good. Not Ooh, doing it with you, girl. Yeah, yeah. You're I, trying I, to convince I, us because you had to convince yourself. <laughs> I see what's happening here, Listen, there and I'm is not a falling boutique. for it. There is a boutique Marriott, okay? You know what you sound like? <laughs> you sound like those poor people that have to live in San Antonio and try and tell us there's more than a river walk. No, oh, there isn't. I like San Antonio. You just haven't see? been out to the right spot. Oh, oh the I've been to San Antonio plenty <laughs> of times. I covered spot? two, I covered two finals there. Yeah. It's okay. I found like one or two cool little spots off the Riverwalk, yeah, but yeah. not not a ton of places. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. If you have to go there for, first of all, in late June, it's kind of rough because yeah. it's like yes. so hot. You don't want to be outside. So hot. Yeah. You don't want to go anywhere. I be on the. I was on the Riverwalk, and I was like. Is anybody else feeling faint? I am so hot and I'm so cold. I'm like, <laughs> like, why are we gonna eat queso now? It's so hot. Like, so, so Momo, I, I, I didn't get a chance to ask you about coos, but we got a okay, two-minute break here, okay. and then we will we'll get into it. We'll dive okay, into okay. coos and the quote-unquote sizable contract uh, that he may want. So we'll get into that in two minutes with Momo. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Mama Momo hanging out for one more segment. Uh, so, Momo. Yeah. We have Coos News. Um, Coos News. That was you like good. that? We yeah. have Coos News. Uh, we had Brian Windhorst on yesterday. It's funny. LZ and I, we booked and Greg uh, uh, booked Brian Windhorst and Laura. Booked Brian Windhorst uh, before the Chris Paul news broke yesterday about Ooh. Phoenix. And we were going to talk to him about the stuff with Kuzma uh, on his podcast where he mentioned that he wants a sizable contract and then all hell broke loose with Chris Paul. Um, so we talked to him a little bit about that. But what do we know about Kuzma and his potential contract? You know, I know that there have been trade conversations with Kuzma, you know, it just gauging the market for him. Um, I, I think the Lakers would be open to signing him to an extension. 
I think he would be open to signing an extension here. The question is how big and for how long and also what is his role? And I think last year there was, um, it was, there was this sense that Kuz was sort of biding his time. Like he was playing a role and he was doing, cause he was on a championship team and this is great, but he's, he's sort of, you know, wants to flap his wings a little bit. And, and, um, I think there's because of that, there's this feeling like maybe is this a match for him long term? Does he want to get paid substantially? Like I I personally have not heard any trade conversations that are exciting at all mm-hmm. with him. And I don't know if maybe his value is is okay, I'll say it like this. I don't think his value is as high as Anybody would assume it is based off of his talent. I don't think his value on the trade market matches his talent at all. One, because he was playing in a complementary role, like i.e., not starting last year. Um, two, he's due for a big he's due for a big payday, and you have to decide if you want to give him that and invest in him that way. And three, like you know, you could just wait for him to hit free agency. You could just wait after this year when we have a little more knowledge about where things stand. Like the Lakers don't have to do anything. They don't have to give him this extension. They don't. No, they, don't. they can and just let him play it out. I'm really am. I have mixed emotions about Kuz because yeah. while I was on the Kuz train early, um, I don't feel as if he's gotten significantly better from his rookie year. And particularly when it comes to like ball handling, um, recognizing defenses once he makes his initial move. He oftentimes looked like he's like alarmed or caught off guard as a help defender comes over. Like it's like like mm-hmm. there's certain things when I watch him like going, Come on, dog. And like other young players, like obviously Brandon Ingram has gotten better from you know, from the young Lakers, but um, you know, Alex Caruso has gotten significantly better since mm-hmm. that twenty seventeen uh season. And so I'm looking at Coos and I'm like going, Okay, what is it? Are you at your ceiling and you're not getting any better? Are you not working hard enough? Like, what exactly is it? Because I thought at this point, you know, based upon what I saw your rookie year, like your handles will be better, your understanding of, you know, how to handle double team pressure once you make your initial move mm-hmm. to the basket would be better, your decision making would be better. And it took him a while to even figure out that when a shot goes up, it's helpful if you dart in to try and get an offensive rebound. He just figured that out last year. <laughs> I mean, I, I will give him credit. I do think he played a lot better defense this year, especially in some of the big playoff games. Yep, he certainly um, did. And that, that was a big question that all of us had coming into this year is, can he be on the court at the end of the game? You know, can he play good enough defense to be on the court in the finishing lineup? Um, I, think, I think he did make a lot of improvements defensively, so we got to give him that. Yep. I also, like, I just don't know if he's a role player, you know? people who are really good role players are people who have already accepted that that's their role. That's their spot in the NBA. Danny green is a great role player. You know, I mean, when you we, like th- you pick out guys who just like, this is what I do. This is what I get paid to do. Um, and, and I'm not trying to be more, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to be anything more than what I've been trying to be lately. Okay. To quote the Gavin DeGrasse song, like it's, it, it you know, I, I just think he, he is a, younger player on an older team um, who just won his ring. So that, that validates him. What do you need to stay in LA for to, to keep getting more rings, you know, or do you want to go someplace else? And, 
um, see what you could do with more of the offense that you're, you know, if, the, if things are being run more for you. He, he got a taste of that early in his career. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of hard to like step back and now play a role if you think you're capable of doing more. And I do think Kuz is capable of doing more. Do I think he is an all-star? I don't know. Do no. I think he's the best player on a championship team? Probably not. Hell no. Can he be the second <laughs> or third best player on a championship team? I don't Possibly. know. What would you say this year? Possibly. Maybe. Maybe he was. He, Maybe. Well, he wasn't. I mean, he I mean, took this year, turns was he the being third the third best. He took you turns know? being the third yeah. best. I would yeah, say maybe, like, maybe a quarter of the season he was the third best that's option. That's right. It was, it was either him or, or KCP or Rondo at the end, right? Because um, right. Rondo was really good at the end. But, I, you know, I, I just think if I was Kuz, I if they don't want to give you that extension, if they don't give you the extension you want, I'd just play it out. Yeah. Like, you got to have faith in yourself. Go get yourself another ring and then choose wherever you want to go when the world is back on its axis in 2021, hopefully, okay? And the virus is, go, you know, either receded, we got fans back, everybody, teams are healthy again financially, and there's going to be a robust market in 2021. That free agent class in 21 is good. So if I were him, I, just don't sweat it that much this year. Just relax. You know, the thing that I've really been thinking yeah. would be a good spot for him is really New York. The Knicks? Where he, yeah, where he can just get his know, shots up, yeah. get his shots up, and still keep the lifestyle that he's somewhat accustomed to out in L.A. You know, they're different yeah. cities, but New York is a major hub. It's a big time city. He has yeah. a lot of interest in fashion. He has a lot of interest in actresses. Him apparently. and Russ can play together there, and they can both <laughs> be fashion icons. There, there you go. There you go. That's but just, I thought that's I thought just the Knickerbockers too much are... fashion for one team. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Russ wants to go to the Knicks though. No, no, know. he doesn't. I don't think yeah. he does. Because he know. probably like, sees himself as a champion. Yeah, Russ wants to go to, like, one of the L.A. teams. You know or what I'm Milwaukee saying? Like, or, yeah, yeah, something, something like that. He wants to go somewhere he can compete, I, I think. Yeah, you know? and, and the question for New York, like, he makes more sense for the – like, Kuz makes more sense for the Knicks in the sense that he's younger, he's on their time frame in terms of building. Now, Kuz is older than you think he is because he played in college for a while. Um, but uh, – but he's more on their time frame. Like they got a young team that's trying to build a core of good players. Um, and you know, that, that makes, that makes a lot more sense. Plus you already know they were interested in him at the trade. That they like it. You know, you know, I know it's a new regime with Leon Rose, but Leon was his agent. <laughs> right. So right, right. that, 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 that feels like the ideal fit for Kuz at this stage. Cause younger team city, he's going to fit in really well with, um, he's going to obviously be a focal point of that offense, but I don't know. I've seen this movie before. I mean, it's called the Kyrie Irving story. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't think Kuz is as good as Kyrie, you know, Kyrie's a perennial all-star or anything, but like, I don't know when you're winning championships in LA, like Kuz didn't get to experience what it's really like to win a championship with the Lakers. Cause this was a weird year. The eating, you know what it's like to win a championship with the Lakers in any other year, except for COVID, you know? Yeah, you are king. You are the every. You don't pay for a meal in your life ever again. I mean, Sasha Vujicic probably hasn't paid for dinner in twelve years. Girl, Come on, you went back for that one. I but did. The thing, but the thing, the machine, a good pull, though, wasn't it? Wasn't that a yeah. good pull? <laughs> Great pull. Yes. Shannon the, Brown. When's the last time he paid for a meal? Probably last but, week. But the okay, thing but is, you know, is, those guys though, <laughs> Sasha and Shannon, those yep. guys probably knew their rookie year what they were. Kuz yeah. had the blessing of coming in 
and having True. a number two pick in Lonzo Ball who was atrocious, and he was able to come in and take what should have been Lonzo's shine and capitalized on that. And I ain't mad at him for it. He was outstanding that rookie year. He was pretty good his second year with LeBron. Can I, can I throw out like a, like just a thought experiment? Like this is just a, just a sure. Thought. Cause we got to go. So just get, let's, let's, let's dismount on this one. Where do you think Lonzo ball is at the end of this year? Ooh. Okay. Rich Paul's his agent. Mm-hmm. David Griffin drafted, uh, the kid from Florida state, Alexander, who's a Nikhil really good- Walker, Alexander, yeah. Alexander okay. Walker, right? He's the, uh, yeah. Shea Gilgis, Alexander's cousin. Yes. And he's yeah. really good. And yeah. they like him a lot. Yeah. You know, Lonzo's kind of in that same time to get paid mode. Mm-hmm. You see the Pelicans keeping him? I don't know. No, I know. No, I don't. How many did we just mention like five, six teams that are looking for a legit point guard that can run an offense? So you're saying the Clippers, Lonzo back to LA? I'm not saying I, I'm not saying the I, Clippers. I, I'm just saying I, I, there's I, I like could, five or I six see teams. Him, I could see him back with the Lakers. I could see him back with the Lakers. I could see him back with the Clippers. I could see him in Philadelphia. Speaking Milwaukee. into existence, Momo. I'm just saying, like, let's just count the teams that need a point guard who can run an offense. Oh, oh just, Lonzo's just, coming back, y'all. <laughs> Stop. I mean, it's Stop not bad. Aggregators. I mean, it's not bad. He's a good defensive player. Just, he's, a, listen, he's a good he's point a really guard. Good no one is going to aggregate player. you because I'm going to say this. We are all yeah. just recklessly speculating. I'm recklessly speculating yes. based on my, my decades-long coverage of the league. There you go. Momo, <laughs> you are the best. Thank you for hanging out with us as Thanks, you do every guys. week. You got Thanks, it. Momo. I'll, see you, I'll see you tomorrow, George. I'll oh, that's right. Yours, yours, LZ's out tomorrow. So on you, it's right? gonna be, oh, we got a lot more. Oh, man, we just got to do three hours just, of NBA did tomorrow. Did you say bail? Did you say bail? Did you bail on, bail? on him? No, no he had things to do. Yeah, you know, okay. But there is an election to be decided, even though it's already decided. Oh, anyway, okay, I got to work. All right, we got to run. Thanks, Momo. Yep. All right, we're back in three and a half minutes. We talk some football next, including the Rams and Seahawks and why the Rams need to take advantage in three minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Time for What You Need to Know, presented by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Uh, LZ, Jared Dudley, our pal from the Lakers, Uh says that Talon Horton Tucker will play big minutes in the first half of the season, considering that LeBron will probably... uh, you know, I'm not saying he's going to load manage, but he's going to be a little more careful uh, with his minutes uh, to begin the season, it seems like. I think that's a good thing for the young fella. I think it's a fantastic thing because he's already confident, you know, and he looks as if he's got some, some offensive skill putting the ball on the ground. So I love that they're going to give him some run and maybe use him in the postseason. Yeah, so I, I, I love it too. I do think that um... – that I, I think the kid's got some real talent. I think you got to mind that a little bit. And I think you should do that. You know, if LeBron's going to take a few minutes off here and there, maybe you find 15 minutes for him. And I think that that's a good place to start for a 20-year-old kid 
on a championship level type team. So that is what you need to know. Presented by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. You're listening to KSB in Los Angeles. Sedano and LZ with you here. DeMarco Farr is going to stop by. We'll talk some football with him. We did a lot of basketball to start the show. We have done very little football uh, today because it's been a big basketball day. We will get back to basketball uh, at around 6.30. But here's some things, LZ, that some house cleaning that I did today in regards to football. Because the Rams are taking on the Seahawks, obviously, this weekend. And here are some defensive numbers for the Seahawks. The Seahawks have given up 25, 30, 31, 23, 26, 37, 27, and 44 points this season. If you don't think that's bad enough, the Seahawks aren't just on pace for the worst pass defense in NFL history. They are primed to shatter it, according to Andrew Siciliano <laughs> of the NFL Network. Uh, the, they're going to shatter that record by nearly 1,000 yards. The worst defense as far as yards given up in NFL history was the 2011 Packers, 4,796. The Seahawks are on pace for 5,794, so 998 more yards than that team which gave up the most yards in NFL history. If the Rams are going to find a remedy for their <laughs> offensive challenges, it has to be this weekend against Seattle, a team that leads the division. And, you know, the funny thing is the Rams are second in the league in points scored against. Their defense has been absolutely deadly. So not only do you have a team that doesn't really have a defense, they're facing a Rams squad, which arguably has one of the league's best defenses. The question is, with the defense that they do have, will they pressure Jared Goff? Because we all know what happens when the pocket starts to collapse and he has to start moving his feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. <laughs> That's probably the best way to describe it, It's right? not pretty. So while, yeah. the, so while the pass defense might be awful, the point might be mute if they get pressure on him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they haven't necessarily done a great job of that either, even though their secondary has been pretty atrocious. Now, Jamal Adams has been dinged up a, a bit uh, this season, so that he's been in and out of the lineup and whatnot. Um, but I do think that that's one of those deals where, um, you know, that, that's kind of become a big challenge per se, for them, is that, you know, they? It, it's weird, though, because they have good players, right? Like, if you look at them on paper, like, that defense should be pretty good, right? Like, at the very least. Like, I'm not saying it's the Legion of Boom, right, from a couple of years ago or whatever. Right. But it should be better than this. Well, I mean, it should be, but it's not. So, <laughs> this is the reason why when you talk about MVPs, the name Russell Wilson comes up over and over and over again. Because despite that defense, they're leading right now the toughest division in football. Right. And it's really because of his brilliant play. Obviously, it's not because they can get critical stops. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even Casper doesn't think they can play defense. I hear him You in can the hear him? That's yeah. actually Rufus. Oh, it's Rufus? Yeah, it's Who's Rufus? Who's Rufus? Rufus is the other dog. Oh, I didn't know there was another dog. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't bring Rufus out and about with people. He'll oh. eat you. Yeah. 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 He's a yeah. He protects the home. Put it I this see. way. Yes. Right. Yes. Casper is the snuggly one. Casper would be like going, yo, man, I hear a burglar. You want to go check that out? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, like it, it is kind of a uh, a the ideal spot for the Rams as the, the basically the division came back to them a little bit this past weekend, and now they've got a real chance. The next three of their next four games are division games. They've got a game against the Bucks as well, which is obviously a game that can matter in the playoff standings as well. So we're going to find out over the next month if the Rams 
are legitimately a playoff team or not. Like, there is going to be no faking here anymore. No faking at all. In fact, I would dare say, you know, this game against the Hawks is a must win. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, and, I, and I hate saying that for a 5-3 and three team, but the reality is, is, as I said before, this is the toughest division in football where 10 wins might not get you in. Mm-hmm. So you're already 5-3. and three. You can't repeat that record. You have to be better than 5-3 and three the second half of the season. Yeah, to assure you that that's the case. And it's going to be more challenging because there are tougher teams, obviously, in your path at this particular point. Um, I've got some breaking news. I know DeMarco's going to join us at 6.15 to talk more football, um, but we've got some breaking news from a basketball perspective. Do, I have, do we have a breaking news sounder? Do we have something that you can make it sound like? It? Let me hear bum, Oh, play it again, Laura, a little louder maybe. There we go. So Jonathan Givoni, our own Jonathan Givoni of ESPN, who is one of our draft gurus, right? He puts together the mock drafts all year long. He has says here, projected number one pick LaMelo Ball conducted an individual workout in Southern California today with the Minnesota Timberwolves owner of the number one pick, sources told ESPN. LaMelo Ball had previously met with Minnesota's head coach Ryan Saunders and their lead decision-maker Gerson Rosas, the general manager, but this was the first private workout with an NBA team after conducing several interviews. A source present at the workout said Ball shot the ball well. Um, What do you think, LaMelo? I mean, LaVar may have a number one and a number two pick. In his, uh, you know, out of his loins. Listen, the question, <laughs> that's just disgusting. The question wasn't about whether or not he had talented, you know, kids. He did. All three of them were talented. Obviously, the middle child, you know, you would have preferred that his collegiate career would have ended differently. Nonetheless, if you get a, a Division One scholarship, you got to be at a ball. So all three of them can hoop. The question is, the youngest one, who's the most offensively gifted, Will he be able to round out the rest of his game, the defense, the little things, or will he feel as if he's too good for those things, you know, based upon the way that he's been living, um, to be quite honest with you, and the way that, you know, his, I don't want to talk about other people's parenting, but it doesn't feel as if he hears no a lot. <laughs> I'll put right. it that way. Right. But it does feel like LeVar is not, I mean, very, it seems like he's not really involved this time around, right? Like with Lonzo, I mean, hell, listen. I mean, you and I and Key were kind of responsible for making LeVar Ball a thing. He went on every show after we put him on the radio in studio that one day, and he brought us all big baller shirts. Um, and, but Which it I does, still it, have, by the way. I do have one still. Yes, I do too. Um, but it does feel like he has been absent more so here like it pop like one or two things have popped up here or there like i know the one time on his show on facebook he said something like i want my boy to play in uh, detroit or where, new york or whatever i don't know he said something like that and then but he didn't want him in la or because or, or you know i don't know something like that but that was really it there's just been like little blips on the radar where before it felt like it was seismic activity every time he spoke with lonzo well because it was new yeah, and everything new and shiny gets the media attention anyway. Right. But you know, if if there was a way, George, honestly, that we could smush those two guys together, we're probably talking one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Right. <laughs> if we could get Zoe's court vision, athleticism, right. length, defensive willingness, rebounding, with you know Melo's scoring touch, and and cockiness with the ball, 
you will have a hell of a basketball player. Unfortunately, they're divided. You have to ask right. yourself which one you want. Can you give him the size of uh, LiAngelo? You like LiAngelo's size? Like girth. Like you know? girth? Yeah, he is a little bit thicker. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll go with that. Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. have the hops, though, that, that Zoe has. No, no, but just the girth. The, the girth. The girth like with you the hops. All, yeah, right, okay. right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, let's just smush them all together and then right. see what happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, you can kind of figure that out. Um, good Lord, man. What a day today has been. I'm exhausted from doing the first uh, two hours of this show. Are you? Well, that's a problem. There's so much news in the NBA. We got one more hour left. I know. There's so much news. And we haven't even gotten like deep into like you know the the real stuff. Uh, I know. I mean, we we still have. So think about what's happening here over the next few days, right? It, we're already getting what I think is an avalanche of. Uh, potential NBA news, right? Like, people want out, right? Like, who could be moving, this, that, and the other. Um, we're not even at the draft. And free agency is going to start a week from Friday. In nine days, free agency is going to start at 3 o'clock Pacific. You and I will be on the air an hour after free agency opens, which means we're going to have a whole hell of a lot of stuff to talk about. That's going to be awesome, especially if the Lakers end up trading as opposed to actually, you know, being engaged with the draft. Right. Th- that right. would make it a lot of fun. Well, I think they should do both, right? Like, I would take pi- – I would I would figure out a way to get a draft pick in there, and then I would also figure out a way to make a deal. Like, if you can swing both, that would be even better. Um, Greg, I- I'm proclaiming it now. Uh, the Sedano and LZ show will own next week. Is that okay? Can we own yep. it next week? Yes, you can. If, if anybody's going to, it's going to be you two anyway. No, oh, Laura, look, go ahead, Laura, say what you said. I'm sorry. Oh, my Laura? mic wasn't open. I said, oh. we own every day. <laughs> Let them know, girl. Let I them mean, know. Come on now. Like, every well, no, day we, is owned we by We do own every day, but I think next week for sure, we are like, we, we, are, we are owning everything. Everything. Like, you know, tell Chris Morales that I want in the imaging for next week the show that owns this week, Sedano and LZ. Be down with that. So yeah. I'm I'm looking at the list, George, of uh, point guards that are available. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to see Matthew Dellavedova be a Laker? No, dog. <laughs> Matthew Dellavedova. Well, he's not 2015. <laughs> I'm only I'm only going by the names that has minimum next to their names. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I mean, LeBron may be like okay, maybe 15th. I mean, we got a better Matthew Dellavedova. You got Caruso. What about Gary Payton II? I like that. Uh, he was that. on their G League team, you know. I, I like know. he was pretty good in the bubble, knocking down threes, playing tough D. He, he's okay. He's an okay player. All right. He's an okay player. Um actually actually I'm sorry. I got, I got him confused with Gary Trent Jr. My bad. Oh no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Gary Trent. Gary no, no, no. Gary Trent. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah. Though mind. he is a Rich Paul client. No, oh, okay. There we go. What about uh, JJ Barea? Ooh, I think LeBron may have PTSD on that one though. <laughs> <laughs> then Shabazz Napier probably definitely got him some, some PTSD. <laughs> he told Pat the to best, draft him. best guard in the draft. <laughs> That's when LeBron wasn't as good a GM back then. Oh, that was awesome. LeBron was not as good a GM. Remember, LeBron also wanted Eddie Curry and Greg Oden back then and all oh, those dudes. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he awesome. wasn't as good a GM back in those days. He's a much better GM now. Yeah, uh, all right. Speaking of uh, great GMs and great people to talk about, a man who knows personnel in the football world, 
our pal DeMarco Farr, the Rams on-field analyst. We will talk about the Rams' chances against the Seahawks, and we'll go through the NFL slate with him. A big NFL slate this weekend. A lot of games that affect the Rams, the Raiders, and the Chargers. We'll talk to DeMarco about all that coming up in two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 